podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. It is December 22nd, Christmas is rapidly approaching, but there is no rest for Liverpool Football Club. They face Leicester City tonight in the quarterfinals of the EFL Cup, also known for sponsorship purposes as the Carabao Cup. Game will be played at Anfield. And it's one of three quarterfinals taking place tonight. Last night, we saw Arsenal defeat Sunderland in a really one-sided game. 5-1 to the Gunners. Tonight, Brentford versus Chelsea. Tottenham versus West Ham. And, of course, the Reds against Leicester. Liverpool got to this stage of the competition, beating Norwich 3-0. Two from Tacky, one from Divock. And Preston, 2-0, one from Tacky and one from Divock, that incredibly ludicrous backheeled goal that I still don't know what he was actually attempting to do, but I don't think it was that. Uh, Leicester got here by beating Millwall 2-0, Adam Ola-Luckman and Kelechi Iheanacho with the goals, and then a 2-2 draw with Brighton, goals from Barnes and Luckman, Responded to with goals by Webster and Wepu. Leicester would win 4-2 on a penalty shootout. Madison, Barnes, Daka and Pereira. Gross uh, and McAllister scored for Brighton, but Mope and Wepu both missed. Liverpool obviously having a good season. Second in the Premier League table. Three points behind Manchester City. Leicester, not so much. They are currently eighth in the table, but they have spent most of the season so far in the bottom half, which is in stark contrast to the last two seasons where they've been in the top four consistently. Things aren't going as well for Brendan Rodgers as he would have hoped. Only two wins in the last seven in the Premier League. It's been a long time since the last round of this competition. Uh, the fourth round games, Liverpool, Preston, Leicester, Brighton, they took place on October 27th. So we're two months on and these games are only coming around now, which is just, it's bad scheduling to have them now, considering all the other games going on with the Premier League. So the Reds should go into this game as favourites. At home, the better team, in better form, but we don't yet know what kind of team Jurgen Klopp will be putting out tonight. We know that Virgil, Fabinho, Thiago and Curtis are not available. We also know that Virgil, Fabinho and Thiago would not have been playing in this game. Nat Phillips also out. He has the broken cheekbone. Andy Robertson is suspended. Jordan Henderson has a cold. He's expected to be available. Whether they play him or not, I have doubts. Divock Origi is set to miss out. That's a that's a blow, because he definitely would have started. Harvey Elliott, obviously, is a long-term injury, and Adrian will never play. Uh, he is just a training goalkeeper. Leicester, though, they have a lot of injury problems. Wes Fafana, he's still out. He won't be back till the new year. Johnny Evans is out. Yannick Vestergaard, Iosi Perez, Philippe Benkovic are all sick. As are Adamola Luckman, Kelechi Iheanacho, Vontae Daly-Campbell. Hamza Chowdhury and James Justin are injured. Justin is getting back 
closer to full fitness after his ACL tear. I think they're hoping to have him ready for kind of late January time, time uh, kind of time. And then Kagler Sionchu, it remains to be seen whether or not he will be available. They're hopeful on having a couple of them back, a couple of these players back. Um, Vestigard, Ayozi Perez and Bankovic, Rogers said, might be available, which in all likelihood would lead to uh, Vestigard-Bankovic centre-back pairing. Maybe Sayunchu in there as well if he's available. But they're in big trouble at the moment with injuries. I mean, they had to have their last Premier League game called off due to COVID. And if they'd been forced to play, they would have had no centre-backs at all. Not a single one available. So we'll see how many are available tonight. I think if all things were normal, they would have played a much stronger team than we would. I think Jurgen would have played largely a reserve 11. Whereas I think Rodgers will want the silverware. So I think he would have gone close to full strength, especially at Anfield against us. It should be a good game. I think Leicester always try and play decent football. They're always quite open at the back. We enjoy playing against teams that are open at the back, and obviously we play good football as well. So I think it could have been a good game if everybody was available and the managers were taking it, you know, as seriously as they could, but we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Hopefully it is a fun game. Hopefully there's a few goals. Um, but I will be curious to see what, what 11s both teams put out because as things stand, between the two teams, there's 21 players who are injured, ill, or a doubt. And that's obviously quite a lot. Uh, to move around the main Liverpool websites then, so this is Anfield have 10 key things to know ahead of Liverpool versus Leicester. Number one, Leicester are out of sorts. They may be the reigning FA Cup champions, but they are going through a rough patch at the moment. They've been hit by injuries to key men throughout the season. The likes of Johnny Evans, Yuri Thielemans and Harvey Barnes have been out among others, and they sit ninth. I think they're actually eighth in the Premier League. Yeah, they're eighth in the Premier League. Um... Having started the season as possible top four challengers, a European finish looks like it could be a challenge with so many strong teams in front of them. I would still back them to finish in the European spots. I would back them to finish ahead of Arsenal. I know that they are quite a bit behind Arsenal at the moment, but they've got a better manager than Arsenal. They've got better players than Arsenal. And when they get everybody back, I think that 10-point gap will disappear, especially considering Leicester have two games in hand. Rodgers' third season struggles. He had that at Liverpool as well. You'll remember his third season at Anfield was an absolute disaster. The spanking we took on the last day at Stoke should have been the end of him. So it is possible that just by year three, players have had enough of Brendan. Um, I can tell you now that by day three, I think I'd have had enough of Brendan. Liverpool, uh, Leicester's COVID secrecy. Last week, Jurgen Klopp questioned why some clubs have not been transparent about their COVID cases, and no club has been less transparent than Leicester. They've had their last two games postponed, but never confirmed even the amount of players or staff who tested positive. Reports have suggested that Vestigard, Perez, Luckman, Inacho, Benkovic, Chowdhury, 
and Daly Campbell are among those who tested positive, but we had no idea when or if they were out of quarantine. Furthermore, Brendan Rodgers hasn't even had a pre-match press conference. Uh, what we do know is that Wilfred and Didi could return, but Evans, Sayonchu, Justin Fafana, Mendy and Pereira are all injured. I don't think Pereira is injured. He's certainly not listed as injured at the moment. Um, now, I use PremierInjuries.com. They may, might not always be up to date, but Ben Dinnery does an outstanding job of keeping track of these things. Uh, possible Reds starting 11. So the 11 in this article is Kelleher, Williams, Kwanzaa and Beck, Morton, Ox, Milner. This man thinks we should only play with 10 players. Uh, he's picked a back three, three in midfield, uh, and then Gordon, Minamino, and Bobby up front. So uh, there's obviously a mistake there somewhere. Um, League Cup royalty. Liverpool have won the League Cup eight times. Manchester City have also won it eight times. They're out of the competition, and they've obviously dominated of late, as we did kind of in the early 80s when we won four in a row. Uh, we also won it in 95, the, the Steve McManaman final, where he just decimated Bolton by himself. We beat them 2-1. We won it again in 01 as part of the treble. We won it in 03. Gerard Owen beating Manchester United. It was enjoyable. And then we won it in 2012, which prior to Jurgen Klopp arriving was the last bit of silver where we had won. Uh, Pepin Lindos was in good form on his press conference. He had quite a few interesting things to say and didn't hold back when criticising VAR. He said we will, Liverpool will not rush back the players who are out with COVID. Uh, did you know Liverpool haven't reached the League Cup semi-final since Jurgen Klopp's first season in charge where they lost to Manchester City in the final? It was Southampton who saw the Reds 1-0 wins in either leg of the last four meeting in January 07. Well, I'm just going to move on because there's something there's something fundamentally wrong with what's been written there. Um, Paul Tierney is not in charge, so, so that's good. Uh, Andrew Madley will be the referee, and you can follow along with the game on their live blog. They've got some suggested teams up here, so let's run through these and see what they've got. Um, so one suggested 11 has nine changes from the weekend. Uh, Kelleher in goal. Williams, Gomez, Kwanzaa and Beck as the back four. There's not an absolute chance in hell that will be the back four. Not a single hope that will be the back four. Ox, Morton and Milner. So keep the two lads in that were really poor against Spurs. That makes real sense. And then Cade Gordon, Firmino and Minamino up front. Don't mind the front three, the rest of it. It's for the dogs. Um, the next one has Kelleher in goal. Williams and Simicus as the fullbacks with Gomez and Kanate in the middle. That's more likely. That's more realistic. I did see a piece in the Echo, I want to say, yesterday that suggested it will be Kanate and Matip. Uh, again, they've gone for Ox, Morton and Milner. I'm not sure they watched the game at the weekend. Um... I'd be surprised if Milner can play, considering he did 90 and he looked exhausted after 15. Uh, Gordon, Firmino and Minamino up front. 
Yeah, there's a neither of those teams will, will fill you full of, of confidence, I don't think. Um on to Liverpool.com. They've gone for their own predicted eleven. Uh Matt Addison has suggested well basically Kelleher, Williams Gomez, Kanate, Simicus, Milner, Oxley, Chamberlain, and Naby. I assume Milner will be the six and that. That will be the midfield start against Norwich on the opening day, so that will be okay. Though I, I still would have doubts over Milner. I would rather see it be uh Morton, Oxley, Chamberlain, and Naby, to be honest. Uh Salah, Firmino, and Minamino up front. I don't like the idea of Salah starting. Uh, ben Boxack has gone for the same front three. He's gone for Morton in midfield with Ox and Naby. He's gone Williams, Nico Williams, Gomez, uh, Phillips and Simicus. I don't think he's aware that Phillips is injured. And Kelleher in goal. Emmett Gates has gone Kelleher, Williams, Gomez, Phillips. Again, he's injured, lads. Uh, Simicus, Morton, Ox, Naby, fine. Yeah, I mean, Morton, Ox, Naby, I think, is the best midfield we have available for tonight. Um, Salah, Firmino, and Minamino. I really don't want to see Mo playing, but he may well. He may well play. Um, that may well be the team, but it would, would be Kanate in for Phillips because Phillips won't play. He is injured, so um, he's not going to play. Unless he breaks out the, the old Phantom of the Opera mask, that a few players have worn in the past, not our players, but, you know, Gaza wore one, uh, The Undertaker wore one. Um, you could, they could do that, but I, I have doubts. Um, other news that they've got up here, some transfer stuff. Liverpool could solve two problems in one. With £45 million player like Philip Coutinho, Liverpool were once regularly linked with a transfer for a player, Brendan Rodgers, compared to Philip Coutinho. It wouldn't be a bad idea to look at him now. So the player is James Madison. I like James Madison. I really like James Madison. James Madison doesn't fit how we play. It's as simple as that. James Madison does not fit how we play. Phil Coutinho doesn't fit how we play. There are two Leicester players that he's mentioned in this article, Yuri Thielemans and Harvey Barnes, who are much more what we need much better fits into our team and make a lot more sense for Liverpool. Uh, Jude Bellingham agrees with Jurgen Klopp on major issue that could influence future Liverpool transfer. So it's about vaccinations. Bellingham, very much pro-vax as well. Good to see the young man speaking out. Liverpool can grant Mo Salah transfer wish with £65 million signing, but Liverpool have... But FSG have one obstacle. Liverpool are reportedly looking to sign Erling Haaland um, just as an aside, I'm fully on board with this. Fully ready to just throw myself into believing that Liverpool will sign Erling Haaland, even though I know there's absolutely won't. The one FSG hurdle to uh, or obstacle to overcome would be the fact that, well, you know, spending money. They, they're not going to... Nobody's giving Haaland four or five hundred grand a week. Like They haven't given Salah four hundred grand a week. They're not going to give it to some lad arriving new to the club. But Mark from Sky says it's true. He's from Sky Germany as well. And we can always trust what he has to say. So we're the front runners and that's what's happening. Um, 
Pepin Linders has outlined the next steps in his career. Liverpool must avoid double Jurgen Klopp blow. Jurgen Klopp is set to leave the club in the summer of 2024, and the club will have time to announce his successor. But Pepin Linders must stay to help the transition. I would imagine they will offer him substantial amounts of money to stay and be part of the coaching staff, regardless of who's coming in. Uh, his contract also runs till 2024. When the time comes, sit down with my management team and I'll see what options I have. But we're in the middle of this project, this beautiful project. And after that, I will decide. Uh, we definitely don't want to lose both Klopp and Linders. Um, it would be, it'll be painful to lose Klopp, but it'll be a big blow, I think, if we lose Linders as well. Liverpool must heed Champions League warning as Italy legend makes wild 10-match ban claim. World Cup winner Marco Tardelli has criticised Liverpool, saying Jurgen Klopp's side are arrogant and they would get a 10-match ban if they were in Serie A. What? A 10-match ban for what? Oh, the fouls they committed against... <laughs> against Tottenham if they played in Serie A they would receive 10 game bans well this guy was a scumbag when he played great player Marco Tardelli was a great great player but he was an absolute scumbag as well and he spent much of his career kicking people up in the air scored famously in the 1982 World Cup final um, the most recent memory I have of him is, is him looking Exceptionally bored and exceptionally lost while being assistant manager to Giovanni Trapattoni on uh, with the Irish national team. Uh, he had a failed managerial career after his playing career. Um, like I say, he kicked players for a living. So I, I wouldn't take much of what he has to say all that seriously. If Liverpool were in Syria, they would win it by about 25 points every single season. Every single season. Like, the Robertson challenge, yes, it was a red card. It wasn't even the worst challenge in the game. That was Harry Kane's. Liverpool could face Real Madrid transfer bid for Virgil van Dijk air as Jude Bellingham deal offered Okay, the Media Digest piece. Liverpool are favourites to land Zielinski. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been linked to him in the past. He's he's a really good player. I have doubts. I have doubts. Uh, Klopp makes new fixture congestion plea. I saw today Henderson has come out and spoken about it as well. Um, so Liverpool are kind of doubling down on the... The, their opposition to the fixture congestion. Uh, Jude Bellingham is set to be offered a new contract at Borussia Dortmund. Um, uh, this might be according to Football Insider, who's involved. Liverpool want, or oh, sorry, Real Madrid want Joe Gomez. Is that who the Virgil van Dijk transfer heir is meant to be? Yeah, Joe Gomez is not the heir to van Dijk. That's, well, that's, Nonsense. Let's let's be fair. Um, on to AnfieldIndex.com, an article up entitled "A Positive Christmas," written by Stephen Smith. Do give that one a listen. Podcast-wise, three new pods up 
fatigue index I mentioned yesterday, Gags and Simon talking about the Christmas fixtures. The new minefield is up. Alan and Andrew talking about uh, guest health and group dynamics. And then there is the latest under pressure. No Brundish, so it is just Dan Kennett, Dan Rhodes, and Phil Barker. So do give that one a big listen. And that's it. That is me for today, folks. I will see you all tomorrow. Enjoy the game tonight. And hopefully we will be celebrating a Reds win and path to the semi-finals. Take care of yourselves. Sports Social Podcast Network.